On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if the boys have the poise to play with them toys, if Miss Marvel has the marbles to play with them toys, if Fabian Cortez is the hottest man alive. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the entirety of the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book that will also review some cartoons, but only the ones that we want, and we'll even dip our toes into some actual comics every once in a while. Um, it's not confusing. It's a place for everybody. We do everything. Great intro. Nobody misses the old one, I'm sure. Um, but I've got some friends to help me cover all these things that we do. First of all, let me introduce Caitlin. hey Wow, Caitlin's first now. Is, Caitlin's first. That's this was, that's whew. okay. This one okay. Was, now I'm gonna sit back. Oh, it's like uh, building up to the big star. I understand. Okay, yeah, that so was Ga- like, Caitlin out of the way. Let's do it. it oh, I'm Caitlin. Let's do it. <laughs> not to Caitlin, not to like undermine you or anything. Mm-hmm. Like you, you're a big pull. Everyone comes here for Caitlin. I did want to like first. Let's the get best, to me, please. Let's go. Um, I just want to like spend a lot of time here and yeah. really, really introduce Caitlin. Um, I you for those who have just joined on, she hasn't been here the whole time, but. I I feel like she's maybe improved the show, made it better. Um, Even though but, I haven't been here the whole time, I've been here in spirit every yeah. single day. And like every time you weren't on a show, I think we had to mention you just because like we missed you so much. And yeah. that's that's what you were bringing here. So thank you, Caitlin, for being here. You're welcome. <laughs> every time. Just thank you. You're welcome. I <laughs> put uh, a little cocaine in front of you right now. That's uh, That's my thank you to you. Cocaine? Yeah, sniff it. You know I'm trying to break this habit, bro. Why would you put cocaine in front of me? Because I'm giving. That's and nice. You're fucking. And that's true. why people like me. Just you're sniff it, true friend. Just sniff it. You got it. Let me take a quick sniff. I'll also introduce Mike here. I have... no, no, Holy no. shit! Not yet. Mike, Mike Holy is coming shit. on. Holy shit! Uh, Holy shit! Look, you know what? You guys sent me away last week. I learned. I listened. The anger management it's going to take. I'm very mm-hmm. happy to be back. You guys are all cool. You can introduce me in whatever order you want. And I'm just here wow. to have fun with friends and talk about shows. Well, look at this polite boy who is over here. Mike, this is, I'm very excited to podcast with this can, Mike. May, excuse me for interrupting, but can I say if anybody interrupts me again with a yawn or a comedic yawn, I will rip my piano apart and garrote them with a fucking wire. Calmly. We're all calm Calmly. about it. <laughs> I could tell every dollar we spent on those classes was worth it. This is so much growth. If you want to strangle people politely, thank you, Mike. Yeah, I'll thank say cheery old chap as they fall to the ground. Yeah, great. And finally, um, you've heard him this whole time because he refuses to stay off mic. We do have Ryan here. Oh, no? Oh, Oh, is he in protest? Is it now? no? Is it oh? Is it finally my turn to talk? <laughs> it's finally. This yeah. is no. This is wonderful. Thank you for having me here. <laughs> yeah, is this uh, Ryan? Do you want to like? Should I go sit in the back of the bus, Cassie? This is what this podcast has done to me so far. I just like you don't always have to be the, like. I'm sorry. I always introduced you first. I created this monster. This mm-hmm. is on me, I guess. But um, now's your time to shine. No, I think that I have. Uh, no, you know what? If I like, 
I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to yawn or comically yawn. My two favorite types of yawns. If the, if both of those yawns are banned, then you know what? I, I I can see my way out. Can you give us a third type of yawn? If those ones are banned, you like those are the only two. There, you can yawn another way. Well, there's two masks. Tragically, yes. I'm sorry if you if anyone interrupts me with talking about the two types of masks that there are above uh, the stage in a drama class. Then I'm gonna break my piano apart and kill somebody with a okay. piano string that's inside of it. The we the piano, but yes, Cassie, I can so tragically original. yawn. <laughs> <laughs> that was beyond his control. I like that. We needed somebody who's good at puns that? on this show. I'm glad Caitlin's here. <laughs> Everyone's. Oh wait, beyond. Okay, hold on. I get it now. <laughs> still going over my head. I'm still working on it. I'm still chewing. Caitlin, it. take it one more time. Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Thank there you. now. You, I'm you. there now. I love watching friends come together and laugh about puns. It's what podcasting is about. Would you say we're friends still? I'm not sure with this vibe that you're bringing. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see indeed. I'll let you know at the end of this show. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Don't worry. This is going to be like any rockiness we have together. I'm pretty sure this episode will fix because for the main event, we will be talking about the boys. Something we can all we- agree on. We all love, we all share the same opinion. It really makes us all so happy. So, you know what? Let's just go ahead and get to that right now. On episode three of The Boys, it's time to name the two new members of The Seven. Starlight brings on Supersonic, and Homelander decides to bring on The Deep. Meanwhile, Butcher and his squad learn about the soup killer machine in Russia, and Butcher tells Ryan that he's leaving him forever. On episode four, Butcher orders Kamiko... To kill a group of men in Russia in a Russian sex house, and she uses the power of dildos to get the job done. Meanwhile, a super hamster kills a man, and Soldier Boy is alive? Taste Buds, I ask you this. What was more devastating to watch? Butcher tell a child that he doesn't like him anymore, or watch the deep eat his octopi friend Thomas? I thought that the butcher scene with Ryan was a little forced, a little like, you can't come with me, Mm -hmm. because it's dangerous and I'm a rebel. Whereas the octopus thing, I would think that, like, uh, we eat seafood all the time. And this is a CGI octopus. And yet that was fucking horrifying. It was absolutely horrifying. The way it crunched and, like, the the ink just spewed out of his mouth mm-hmm. as he's like, he's begging for his life. Is this and the same he octopus he also was staring at while too? fucking yep. his wife? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 yeah. cool. <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> was I, it I, uh, worse than old boy Mike? The octopus eating? Uh huh. No, the octopus fucking. What happened in Old Boy? No, it was not worse uh, than Old Boy. In the beginning of Old Boy, he eats a live octopus, Ooh. but he doesn't have an emotional attachment to it. So that we know of. Deal. That we know of. I think Carl Urban is doing like when he's like, "Oh, I'm butcher. I'm very slapdash." Ha ha ha! Like even Huey makes fun of him. Uh, but I think the the pathos underneath butcher. I think Carl Urban. This is the first time I've been like, "Oh, this guy can act." Like, it was very Harry and the Hendersons, but Car- it worked. Carl Urban is not a chimney sweep, correct? Like, he is putting this accent on? No, I think he might be a chimney sweep. He really? He yeah. is? <laughs> is, is? Why he would you choose in- to talk like that? Is he a chimney sweep until his brother Carl Rural comes out and says, Wow, <laughs> that's my brother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's my brother. Well, that's my brother. <laughs> this is my brother. I'm Carl Rural. I'm Carl Urban. Don't talk to us about our brother, Carl X Urban. Well, it's just us talking about to each other about our brothers. So, 
just no reason to get brothers. mad there. I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I I would direct this back to talk about the boys, but I I rather have you guys. You can now, you can have the full time for this. Cassie and Caitlin, did this not convince you that this is a great show? Now, Ryan. You texted us. You said, mm-hmm. if you don't like the first one, I will pay you $2. Uh-huh. And I know I know times are tough out here. I will make you fucking Venmo us $2. That thing was garbage, bro. That garbage? third episode? Okay. Garbage. No, it was hard to watch. Like, I did not feel good, good after way. watching it. And no, not in the best way. No, I feel like it's always coming to the boys. I feel like it. it's always trying to say something, but it doesn't always hit the mark where it's like it's... Like, with all these characters, like, even, like, the Nazi characters, I feel like it validates Nazis and things like that. You think it, va- you think how it, how it no, validates no, 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 no. Nazis? I, I, uh, how? How, I, how is this validating it's Nazis? doing the opposite of what it's trying to do. Like how? It's not... It makes me feel bad. Like, with Starlight and the Homelander situation, like, I just feel icky watching Are all you watching that. the boys in a mirror while you're... Instead, you're actually watching How I Met Your Mother? <laughs> No, I, the show I want, that validates Nazis more I, than any yeah, other show. Yeah, I don't want to move on. I want to. I want to dig into how you, this show is validating Nazis. Well, okay. To be honest, I didn't watch the whole Nazi season, but <laughs> it's not really. So valid. you did it's not, not see. <laughs> I did not see that one. It's not as much validating. It's the people who are Nazis yeah. watch this and worship it are yes. just like, fuck yeah, this is my jam. Yeah. And then no longer, empowered. my friends. This show has much like Ms. Marvel was review bombed last week mm. because it dared. To tell the story of a uh, young Muslim girl. Mm-hmm. This show was review bombed this week because its viewers finally caught on to the fact understood, that it, this is not backing up conservative do, uh, thinking, but is actually but, anti-fascism. Do you think it be they finally realized it? Because the first couple seasons of The Boys, there was stuff that was like, this is like real world stuff, but it wasn't ripped from the headlines. At this point, we've seen Homelander, he full on goes on Fox and Friends. He is just Trump. He says we have the best taco bowls. A train is Kendall Jenner in that Pepsi commercial. Oh my the, god! The yeah. taco bowl thing. Like, uh, so last week we only covered the first two episodes, right? Uh, so this week we're doing the third and fourth. At the end of the second episode, we should have seen coming, knowing the boys, knowing this country, that his uh, rock or his numbers were going to skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We should have seen that coming. They're now realizing, oh fuck, we're the villain. I hate this. And the Taco Bell thing, or the Taco Bowl thing was a nice little cherry on top. And I thought the commercial, I thought it was really well done and really funny. Like, oh, especially because it, it made the, the way the show, the world of the show laid it out. You thought A Train was really going through a moment and leaving his commercial shoot to do this dumb protest, and then that is the commercial is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. It it I seen um online they put right next to each other the Kendall Jenny Peps Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial right next to the A Train one and mm-hmm. they like sync up. It's exactly perfectly. the same. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know, like I think that they do a good job of putting that little twist on things. I think it's good satire. And that's not something that we get a lot of. We get really obvious bullshit. Not that this is subtle, but just subtle enough where it took these fucking hillbillies two and a half seasons to realize wait they're making fun of us <laughs> carl rural is not happy about that. <laughs> yeah, carl urban loves it <laughs> there, i i think that the, the stuff because i know you guys don't like the deep because you're not supposed to like the deep he's on this redemption arc and for a while in the last season you're like oh maybe he is learning but then he says stuff like here where you realize he's he's never going to learn uh and it is, feels very true to life is uh when you make an unforgivable mistake the first one you need to forgive is yourself. 
And I feel like this is how like self-care language is warped online. Right. Mm-hmm. I need to stay home from work because I need self-care. And then when it comes to Homelander, like everybody's talking about how he's invulnerable, you know, and like Starlight is going through this crazy thing because she has this very abusive white male boss who's invulnerable. And that's not how most bosses are. Or are they? Like, they're just as invulnerable. Like, she's going through all of this stuff that any, you know, what we've been hearing about for the last 10 years about what women have to go through in the corporate world. It's the exact same shit. It's not his superpowers in the real world. It's just how society has placed them where they can just do whatever they want. They can say whatever they want. There's, I think, one perfect scene in the show where uh, Homelander goes up to Huey and says, is she a good fuck? Yeah. And Huey is like about to fight and about to die. And uh, Starlight turns on her eyes and says, if you come up to, if, if you uh, like threaten or hurt any of the people that I love, I will fucking kill you or I'll bounce on the team and you'll lose my numbers. And then Homelander says, he whispers and rolls his eyes and mouths the word women. Like, you know, women. <laughs> Because that's what happens is that uh, you, these people, like, they push them to the brink of freaking mm-hmm. out. And when they freak out, they're just like, well, that's, that's what women do. It's not as obvious as the commercial, but I think that's the kind of thing that the show is great at. It does. Like, that's part of why it's so shitty to watch is because it is good at it. Which, I mean, again, back to the good writing, the good acting and everything. So, Wonderful like, the, show. Well, really love it. It's yeah. fucking it's Perfectly a made show. But then, like... I don't know. It is. It's hard to watch because you, I mean, being in those situations and seeing those situations in real life and then watching it on screen, it's like, I see this every day. I don't want to see this again and again and again and again. Like, I get it. For me, I get it. But I guess for other people who aren't in those situations, it's like, well, now I've learned or now I don't understand it. And now this show is validating it for me. It's a real hard stance to argue against, Caitlin. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's I'd... so shitty to live it again and then, like, hear the people around you be like, oh, yeah. And then, like, all they talk about is, like, the fucking sex scenes and the shit. And they'll be like, oh, she put a dildo through his face. And then, like, you're like, yeah, great. Cool. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I feel like shit. And you guys had that good laugh. Like, I'm glad you guys have this. So, <laughs> so it's something come... for everybody. Yeah. It's for everyone. <laughs> come for the living through all the terrible reasons why life sucks and then stay th- for the dildos being through pushed the dildos. through. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it does have, like, you know, it does show... A lot of shows try to do the, like, um, even when you're trying to be on the good team or whatever, on the good side, like, eventually if you're so focused on a mission, like, it will turn you bad, which, I mean, we've seen again and again with Butcher. Like, Butcher's a complete piece of shit, mm-hmm. and especially in episode four, is now turning into a big piece of shit, too. And it's just like, so they are doing like even, um, what's it, Dewey? Huey. Like, Huey. Louis. Huey and Louie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is like, you know, the further we go along, the more it everyone is getting dragged down by like this fucking one shitty superhuman. Right. Which I mean, is, again, true to life. I would say my big knock on the show is, and I totally get what you guys are saying, but um, it's the constantly ramming in that Butcher is just as bad as all of the other guys. We know that. Mm-hmm. We don't need constant conversations. We don't need M.M. saying that. it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or Frenchie and Kamiko Kimiko running away to say it. Like, we, we fucking get it. Much more yeah. interesting, I think, is Huey getting into the 
temporary V and smiling while Kamiko's dying because he's high. And also oh, all this stems yeah. from him. He, Huey, so you watch this show. If you're not a moron, you know Homelander's evil and a piece of shit. I think Huey also has always been a piece of shit in that shitty kind of nice guy way. He doesn't do anything great. Uh, his biggest gripe is that his girlfriend can open peanut butter jars that he can't and he feels so impotent by it now he's turning to drugs like because yeah. he only sees physical powers mattering i think the show is doing the slow burn yes obviously butcher and homelander are awful and eventually it's gonna be like so is huey everybody's the worst mm-hmm. and i can see yeah. why that's exhausting but i love it all of, <laughs> yeah everyone's turning into a villain like the, there's no good or bad guys on this show kamiko is Kamiko is good yeah. and I feel so bad because she goes and she's like I'm not a hired gun and then Butcher says yes you are and then sends her to kill and then know? did you guys buy the whole Butcher mother's milk scene of like the reason that you're on the team is just so I can be the fucking worst asshole of all time I believe that uh, Butcher thinks that would yeah and that's like, why that's I a- the, the version of their conversation of like Butcher's piece of shit that I like m- I think mother's milk at the end saying you killed the team even my great leadership can't do anything here I think yeah, that that, that's a bad strategy. Just be like, I will yeah. act however I want, and you sweep up the pieces. It's not good leadership. It, it's bullshit to put that burden on somebody else. To be like, yeah, I'm a shit. Like that's why you are actually here. Like I be a complete fuckwad, and you hold us together. Yeah, like, and I think but, that watching Homelander, watching Butcher, watching Mallory, watching uh, Giancarlo Esposito, watching a lot of these people, uh, you can see the tract of um, I fight for what's right. I will do bad things to fight for what's right. I will fight for what's wrong. You mm-hmm. know, like you just go down that thing and they're all doing it. They all yeah. have their own paths. Including I, AOC and Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Giancarlo Esposito's character here and that he could die and is still a stone cold bastard to Homelander. Yeah. He took some notes from the guy from Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I think, and yeah, just that whole last... Like, he turned his back to Homelander and walked away knowing that Homelander could slice him in half with his eyes. But what he said was so hurtful that he's totally fine. And that is how I want to live my life. (laughs) Just say hurtful things to Like I'm your daddy. (laughs) You're just bad product. Ooh, yeah, when he said that, I was like, oh, that hurts. That hurts, Homelander. You're bad product. I don't feel like that would hurt a lot of people, but... I was like, that's a burn for him. Um, my favorite part of this whole thing was the hamster. Um, mm-hmm. Into the eyeball? <laughs> oh, no. Before that, when the hamster was in a cage and it was a real hamster, and we got to see a hamster on screen. Because we don't often get hamsters on screen. So I do want to <laughs> talk about that for a little bit. And you keep fighting for it. The I hamster's that. name is Jamie. And Cassie, can you tell me um, why this is significant? This, like, the creator of Supernatural, there was, like, a hamster that they brought to a convention, a little fake hamster. San Diego Comic-Con, where Cassie and I were both in the room. And they led, the hamster essentially was the moderator of the panel, and then, since the writer from Supernatural is there, he's like, let me throw this fucking hamster in this show. And the hamster's name was Jamie, and in the TV show, the hamster's name is Jamie. That's some deep Supernatural lore for you guys. I'm sure that's what you wanted out of this. Everyone who came to this podcast wanted to know those deep details, and And is Supernatural a show that is not based on a comic book? Not (laughs) based on a I think it's based mm-hmm. on a car. Yeah, <laughs> rock and roll in a car, and then they made a show out of that. Um, did you guys? Because yeah. you're supernatural freaks, did you enjoy uh, Jensen Ankle's weird Soul Train rap in the beginning of um, episode four? <laughs> Whoa, that was weird. But his ass was at the end of the episode. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, that's Jensen's ass. <laughs> 
So, I mean, you know, real highs and lows with Jensen on this one. Can't yeah. wait for all the other times we see his ass. The rap, it was so weird. It was so weird because he was just talking, but I was like, it makes sense for this TV show. Yeah. But yeah, that ass. was, it could not be called rapping. No. It was just like, my name is I'm just Jensen muttering. Ackles and I'm here to say. Or as Mike would call him, Jensen Ankles. <laughs> he is, well, look, have you seen those things? That's what I think is sexy. Damn, boy, where'd you get those ankles? <laughs> he has one of those names where you can't just say, she said Jensen and it's the first time I've heard anybody and why doesn't he have Jensen. the most taped glasses I've ever seen? Like, no, you have to say his full I'm name. Jensen. <laughs> Um, I do want to know, how do you guys think this season is comparing to the previous ones? Are you just as stoked? Is it getting better for you? What- I would, after four episodes, I would legit say that every season is exponentially better than the previous one. Huh. Yeah. One was fine. Like- uh, and it's just like, look at the blood. Superheroes have dicks. And then two, they started to... <laughs> It get inside the dicks. became an intelligent show. Yeah, get inside the dicks. Uh, and yeah, at this point, yeah, I think this is... One of the best acted shows on TV. I think Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander, should win all of the awards. Uh, yeah, I, it's hard to get a show better than this right now. I love how impactful Ant Man is to our society, where we have the boys and Ms. Marvel dealing with <laughs> Ant Man in very different ways. Very one, different. thinking that Scott Lang is a hot guy who doesn't age, and the other one, <laughs> throwing him up a urethra Yo. and seeing what happens. Jesus. Just see what happens. Um, on that note, that's the perfect transfer if I've ever heard one to get out of the boys and start talking about websites. Mike, can you tell me about your big website plan? My big website plan is uh, we've all had it where you're eating corn chips and it gets stuck in your throat. This is exactly where I knew you were going. This is a clear, clear transition. <laughs> or maybe you're getting a little kinky and you put a corn chip up whatever else hole you feel like putting up oh. there and this is uh dot com, and i'm open to ideas it doesn't have to be that you guys can call we can spitball right now the cornhole like the cornhole no yeah like hold that corn i don't know i don't know what it is yet but we'll 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 get there we'll get r&d on it but here it will be tips tricks videos uh memes all the things you need to get the corn chip that is stuck in your holes to be gone Okay, to get it to get it out. Yeah, because it hurts. Yeah, it might be tasty. It might feel good at first, but then it hurts. Are you putting? And I assume this is directly related to you. Are you putting <laughs> salsa on the chip before you insert? Well, yeah. Well, sometimes you put it on the next chip to try to get the first one out. Oh, <laughs> scare it out with spicy. <laughs> I don't know why she swallowed the fly. I'm too worried to let this go on. It got worse. So I'm going to direct you, Mike, to my friends who I'm sure love this idea, cybersprout.net. They're going to offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They're going to handle security maintenance, backups, and speed optimization. They're going to work hand-in-hand with you. So you're going to tell them, like, this is the website, and they're going to be like, you're a fucking crazy freak, but I guess I got to do this because you're paying me. So um, and They're whores, honestly. (laughs) What won't they do for money? What won't Corn chip whores. <laughs> okay, that's what it's called. Corn chip whores. And that's cybersprout.net that's going to help you build it. Your friends for the digital world. <laughs> Coming up next, the pull list. Worst decision they ever made. <laughs> we are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is Riverdale. This week's Riverdale is the musical episode. And thanks to Betty and Veronica throwing the first annual Riverdale serial killer convention. The musical this season is American Psycho. Did you guys know that was a musical? No. Did not. Mm. 
Every movie is. Meanwhile, Cheryl and Kevin curse Tony, which makes her baby sick. Oh. Mean, meanwhile, Archie and Tony get their workers back from Percival Pickens by gathering their family and singing a song. In the end, Betty tracks down the TBK as trash by killer and <laughs> shoots him. And we don't know who it is. Taste buds, I ask you this. Who is that trash bag killer? Her dad again. Oh. oh. Jonathan Dadigan? Jonathan Dadigan. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw a wild card out there and say Kevin. Ooh. Kevin Killer? Kevin Killer. That made, uh, is it Katie Keene? God. Oh, oh, my God. KO? What if it was KO? What KO the KBK? <laughs> if they bring back KO as a killer, I'd, I'm fine with it. KO the killer. It is time. And you guys know how much I love musicals. It is time for this thing of making every movie a musical to stop. The songs they <laughs> sing in this. It, I, I could, I like, and these are the songs from the Broadway musical. But we've seen them ruin that before. We've seen uh, Riverdale ruin decent Broadway musical songs. Decent, I guess. With Some of these songs are like, I'm an American. I'm a psycho. <laughs> I'm an American psycho. Okay, I, I would guess that they didn't church, have the rights. So it's time to Christian bail. there's no way they were that clever (laughs) there was one scene where the girls were getting ready but I don't think I like that scene for the reasons that I'm supposed to talk about right now (laughs) not on air Ryan we've talked about this (laughs) Um, I do have to say that my favorite part of this Riverdale season is that every episode uh, Archie gets the workers back from Percival or Percival takes the (laughs) workers away from Archie (laughs) great worker fight (laughs) literally every time and I don't know this is probably commentary on unions in America I Mm. guess Ah, man. Riverdale's not good at handling that, guys. (laughs) Shocking. Do you think they're even trying for that? Like, do you think they even... Is is that what they're going for? Absolutely not, Cassie. (laughs) Thank you for asking, but absolutely not. Uh, Betty's co-worker, who is a female, hit on her, and now she's going to break up with Archie. Whoa. Yeah. That's right. They they barely got it in in the month of June. They were like, wait, wait, wait. I know when this comes out. <laughs> don't don't say barely got it in like that, Cassie, when we're talking. So sorry. About. So sorry. <laughs> vulgar. That is how scissoring works, correct. But uh yeah, she um uh, Betty's coworker hit on her or said, I I feel a vibe. And that's just the thing to say. Don't deny that you felt a vibe. And the the other person has to be like, Okay, I won't deny it. And you're in. You've got it. Then you're then you're golden. And also she wants to break up with Archie because She's kind of a serial killer. She has the serial killer gene, (laughs) and she doesn't want to get mad at Archie. This is a quote from Betty. (laughs) I don't want to get mad at you and then murder you like a serial killer. You know how serial killers are famous for murdering the people around them and not like they find a profile and hunt that kind of person all around? If she has the gene, she would know that. But at the end, like I said, uh, TBK is in her garage, sets up a dinner for her, says, put that mask on. So they're both wearing the same trash bag mask. And she shoots him. And then she goes to lift the mask up, but does not. And then the episode ends. It was her. Mm. Oh, it could be Betty. It, it's probably Betty. It's like Betty. A, a Luke Skywalker type thing, like on Dagobah. Yeah. Where, oh, I lift the mask up and now it's, it's me. my face. It's me. It's I'm Darth Vader. Me. <laughs> I was Darth Vader the whole time. <laughs> Um, I believe you mentioned Kevin putting a curse on the baby. Yes. So Kevin wants his baby back. Mm-hmm. Baby back, baby back. He wants his baby back, baby back, baby back. Uh, and so and Cheryl's mad because Tony is going to get her, that's her ex-flame, mm-hmm. is going to get married to Fangs. And so they both decide to uh, witch it up 
and put a curse. Uh, they they say we want something to make them miserable, just be a speed bump in their lives. And what that is is the baby starts to die. Oh and my god, she- that's Kevin's kid though. Like Kevin's not the best dad, guess. And uh, when Cheryl finds out about this, she's like, "I may have blossomed one step too far. <laughs> I may have blossomed too much." Which is admittedly something that I don't think Cheryl has ever thought before. Yeah. So. When she said it, did she put on like a bucket hat with a giant daisy in the front of it? <laughs> she put on a hat Whoa. and called for a horse, jumped on the horse, standing up, and rode it out of the apartment building. Um, there's so many moments of the week that are potential here, but what what's your actual moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week has to go to this song because we need a uh, tether to defeat Percival's uh, I don't know, mind games. Mm. And so their mind game is, well, if family works, what if everyone thought about family at the same time? So they bring everybody's family together to sing the folk song and then sing the folk song, not thinking about that their family is there making the folk song unnecessary. <laughs> Archie, KJ fucking Appa just had to play the guitar again. <laughs> God damn it. That's no. all this show is, is, just watching this guy play the fucking guitar. Honestly, I just I forgot that he played the guitar because I haven't you know had to watch it. I've it's just assumed he like gave up that dream, but I'm glad to know that. It's, oh no, Cassie, he will never give up that dream. Yeah. He he had sex with his teacher, and he's gonna keep that going. He's got his it. guitar teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Season one, and we will make this live on. Um, Riverdale Sundays on the CW. Our next show is The Flash. Oh, this week on The Flash, a new speedster is in town. What? what? <laughs> More than he bargained for. Cecile's powers experience a growth spurt, allowing her to aid Team Flash on an entirely different level. Taste buds, I ask you this. Is there a power that's less exciting to you for a Flash villain to have than speed? I mean, at this point, it has to be a joke where, like, Barry's rolling his eyes, right? It's crazy because when you look on the, the Flash fans, and they still do exist... Well, bitch, if if we go a half a season without a new speedster villain, they're like, all the best villains are speedsters. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's, wow. So they do like it. That's wild. <laughs> For once, can we have like a like a cool villain? Like, I don't know. I will take a speed reader at this point. Oh, my like, God. I would be stoked so if he, they made they that. I was all the knowledge. Speed eater. Yeah. Like, get Kobayashi on here. <laughs> now we're talking. Kobe. Yashi. <laughs> Swallowing wet hot dogs. Yeah. Dunking those guys in some water. Well, The Flash is Wednesdays on the CW. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Our final show, The Pool List, is Miss Marvel. On the second episode of Miss Marvel, Kamala is trying to figure out how her power <laughs> figure out her powers while also trying to figure out how to date the new hot guy who came into town. Meanwhile, her BFF Nakia is running for board of the mosque, Bruno is getting jealous, and Zoe is getting interrogated by some racist agency who is trying to find this new superpowered person. Tastebuds, I ask you, how does Kamala's training montage compare to the others that we've seen in these comic book shows? Quick. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was. It felt both quick and a little long. I don't know why. <laughs> I d- just because you've seen it one thousand times, probably. And it just felt like, like she as of right now, and I don't know what all they're gonna do with it. It is the power to make ice things to stand on to make Legos. <laughs> I think it's a large part of it was not for her to learn, but for us to learn. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck her powers mm-hmm. are, and then they're, it, they breezed by almost like if it was some sort of speedster. Uh-huh. Uh, Hey, the power is not from the bracelets. It's from inside of you. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and like it was the way they found that out like he just did like a body scan or yeah, something yeah I'm gonna throw an like, iPad <laughs> up against your body and we're gonna see what happens I, I saw that and I was like what app are you using <laughs> I would like to download an that app too. of his own design yeah. He, t- he took an aura photograph and he was like, you know what? I could tell from your aura, it's coming from inside. What would have been awesome is if uh, he held it up to her and he said that, but what we saw was just that it was his home screen. Like, he, <laughs> he was just saying, no, believe in yourself. Yeah, he's just trying. He's like, all superheroes have mentors who say it comes from you. You're not the guy yeah. of hammers, right? All right, let's go out there and put on your cardboard helmet. Let's go fuck shit up. Anyway, I'm Bruno. Good night. The fact, like, I know it's only the second episode and she just discovered her powers, but the fact that she still put on the cardboard helmet and mm-hmm. everything found delightful. Endearing. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, we, there, there's, like, it's not a perfect show, right? There, there's We've seen training montages. I think, in general, the show's good at doing a twist, and it did not twist the training montage at all. No. Nope. Every training montage, they're bad now. So well, that's not new. Mike, she did step up over the ledge. But the twist was the ledge, like below, it was, was like, like a tiny it ledge. was like nine feet down. I would have put my entire life savings <laughs> that it, she was going to drop six inches. So, <laughs> also that was in the trailer, and I was like, I have to watch this again. Uh, <laughs> Why'd you put this in the trailer? I do think Why I don't know trailers? if it's because of the pacing or the editing, which are probably related. But I think this was a lot more successful than the first episode. Oh, a hundred percent. I really enjoyed this episode. I think there was so much jam packed into the first episode, and. They're trying to make us think that children throw rave slash comic book cons that I was so distracted by. Uh, I wanted to go so bad. This was like, this was sort of the first episode for me, but I didn't feel like, oh, we have to get it out of the way because we need the origin story. Uh, I also love like, we have, I'm going to say Mean Girls Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with the announcement of... Or the, yeah, the, 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 the Illuminati. But like all of the uh, lunch tables. Yes. We have Clueless... In Zoe, all the boys gathered around Zoe trying to hear her, how she almost died. Mm-hmm. Just at the like mall? They yes. Yeah, at, <laughs> at the mall. And then we have Adventures in Babysitting, which is a movie from way before you two were born. Uh, first Thor uh, movie, right? The first Thor movie with Vincent D'Onofrio, Wilson Fisk as Thor, um, where she is singing and dancing to, uh, boom, no, 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 no. And then he kissed me. This oh, is, th- this that movie was knows. delightful. This show knows its rom-coms. Yes. Uh, and, and all on the weight of Kamala Khan's shoulders. And she yes. is up to the fucking task, man. She is so charming to watch do anything. I really like her. The way she came in from after, you know, seeing that one boy. She's like, oh, he's hot. I'm going to go after him. I'm going to go to this party. And she's like dancing into her house. Yeah. And then yeah. going to Just the Like fridge. on a drug. And that drug yeah. is lust. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to get my Capri Sun. Hi, mom. And then she gets to dance with her Capri but like, Sun. Th- th- when you have to talk to your mom, the whole facade ends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you get away from her, it starts up again. Yeah. I was like, God, I, I feel that so much. It was very good. Now. Mike and I were never high school girls. <laughs> Would it work if you were at a high school party and some dude took off his shirt and dove off a roof into a pool? So that was giving me villain vibes. Yeah, here. that's <laughs> what a fucking douchebag. Oh. Immediately when he came on this the screen, I was like, he is a villain. He is somehow going to be a villain coming forward because he is one too hot to she too easily fell in love with him. And that- then he jumped off a roof. Well, that's Listen. Caitlin's trust issues. <laughs> <laughs> That was the power move in Riverside. That was how <laughs> you yes. got bitches. Like, the city and Riverside are like the same thing. So Cassie what, knows. I had no red is, flags Riverside there. is the Jersey of California. <laughs> Holy shit. 
as soon as he did that and i was like fuck yeah girl get that guy like that he just flexed so hard did you see how perfectly he entered that pool beautiful Mm -hmm. And Bruno put his fucking foot in his mouth and it's just like, oh, that must have hurt. Oh, his flawless flip and dive. Okay, flop. Bruno. <laughs> it okay. did it did kind of look like he belly flopped though to back up Bruno. Kinda did. That's that can we be honest for one second? Yeah. Bruno is set up to be the lovable loser who is going to end up with a girl at the end. Kamran. Kamran. Goes straight for Kamala. Who looks at least ten years younger than him? Yeah. Mm. Despite the fact that Nakia, a straight up ten out of ten, is right <laughs> okay, there. Tread lightly. Yeah, Nakia is <laughs> a smoke show. <laughs> You're not wrong, but uh, tread lightly. <laughs> he's definitely a villain. Like he's definitely well, going yeah. after superpowers. The end of the fucking I was gonna say movie. The end of the episode is he saves her and her. His mom is in the car, and they're both like, "We've been wanting to meet you." So yeah, there's clearly he has nefarious intentions. And is this is this a different? Villain or potential villain than a dramatic Jason Manzukis who works for Damage Control. <laughs> oh, the guy for yes. The, oh, they're from different. Succession. Yeah. They are different villains for sure because Damage Control was after her, uh, and they saved her. They're not working side by side. I what do you guys think about going through two hours of a show and not having a clear villain yet? I'm fine with fine it. With we it. don't even notice. I was fine right? because she's still learning herself. Like, and even when she does have her first save of that little boy, she does so good at like talking to him to try and to keep him calm. But then she drops him. She ends up dropping him, and like, yeah, she. Gets it was him. a success and failure Woo! all the same time. Don't success. do the superhero pose before the kid is on solid ground. <laughs> yeah, she spent so long up there just like celebrating and have a good time, and I was like, this kid is on a ledge that you have made, and I know you don't know how to use that. Yeah. <laughs> like for sure. Also, then- she's like 14. When you're 14, you think ice cream pizza is delicious. You're ah. not going to be grossed out by that. <laughs> Beautiful. No, that kid nasty. <laughs> that was wild. It just it threw me off. I was like, ice cream pizza. And that, I, I felt how she felt. That's the strength of this show is taking those little moments to just be a little weird. And then like yeah. in, in every way they can, every, every like the world is expanding in this episode and everybody gets a weird human moment that grounds yeah. them a little. And it's hard to say something about one episode, but Nakia's lack of characterization in the first episode, mm-hmm. and I will tread fucking lightly, all right? Everybody, Jesus Christ, settle down. Uh, definitely, like, it happened here, you know? We got yes. so much of her going into uh, the church the, and, the, the- it, like, doing, uh, and, like, calling out, like, the girls' section from the boys' section yeah. for them together. Uh, she definitely blossomed as a character, which which she was not allowed to do in the first episode. Mm-hmm. There's just not time, and uh, like now right. we are slowing down in the right ways and speeding up in the right ways. And while I love, like I expected her to grow, and she did, and it was awesome. The one that surprised me that I liked was, and like pretty subtly, is Zoe, who is not a subtle character in general, but her oh fuck face because <laughs> she made a she twitched a little when they said South Asian that they're like, all right, look at every mosque, whatever, like. This little white girl is like, I think I just sent the fucking cops after every mosque in the tri-state area, and I feel like garbage. And it was like a quick face that said all that. Mm-hmm. But they also, dramatic Jason Manzoukas said to uh, <laughs> Warden from Orange is the New Black. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love the language you speak. <laughs> straight up said, uh, well, you know, we're already tracking every mosque, so just be careful. Yeah. Like, is this, that are we all a, a little for- heavy-handed? I don't, well, see, that's, I don't think that's the show saying that. I think they are getting in her head. On purpose. Oh, like they, like they were whispering, but without whispering? Because they were a uh, foot away from her. And he said, every mosque. Like, it was so, and the rest of the show hasn't been so dumb and over the top. That is Riverdale level writing. 
that I think they are going to scare her. So hoping she'll rab it and run to, cause they think she knows who it is, that she See, will run and tell Kamala. I think Jason, uh, dramatic Jason Mantukas is tired of how racist damage mm. control is. Whereas, oh, so he has his own dimensions right now. Right. Whereas, uh, the warden from orange is the new black is like relies on the racism in order to right. get her job. Done. She, she great actress just has the kind of face that says, I'm never tired of the racism in the institution I work with. <laughs> she is uh, she is Sam's best friend in Better Things, and it's so weird oh, to yeah. see her be like just somebody that, like admirable and empathetic. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys fucking freak out when they mentioned Kingo from I, The Eternals, okay. our was, favorite movie? <laughs> I was like, Kingo. I had to look it up because they just kept saying it so many times. And they Bollywood. And I was like, I wonder if it is. And it was. And it Kingo was. from Eternals. Eternals <laughs> they, is such an important part of yeah, all of this. Oh, yeah. It all ties back to Eternals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you must know it. Uh, is Eternals going to be the next Inhumans where Marvel's just like, don't fucking... It never they have the opportunity, it. and they should do that. They're doubling in, down on it, though. Yeah. yeah, in the Thor trailer, aren't isn't there like the big robot in the ice that the celestial? Well, the finally, celestial. somebody's gonna fucking mention that the entire sea plane is different than it used to be. <laughs> yeah, Marvel's dumb. <laughs> Marvel. Uh, what I did like about this, like I do like that we're unpiecing the like. I guess the story behind the bangle and everything. Cause now we get this whole, like what's up with this great grandmother who mm-hmm. like disgraced the whole family. And I'm like, I'm intrigued when we, when, when we sat down with the Illuminantes and like, oh, get, we're getting all the drama, the gossip, I was, I was living for it. I was like, this is its own spinoff and I would be here. Like yeah. I could oh, check yeah. in with, the I, Illum- I want to sit with the Illuminantes and just hear uh, all the stories they have. <laughs> like webisodes maybe. Could we get webisodes yeah, or right. something? Just a calm drum that has nothing to do with powers about the inner work, the p- inner politics of this mosque. Yeah, yeah. I would love it. What about it's dealing with the partition? Mm-hmm. Is this something that we think the show can handle? I thought it was like the uh, this real life civil war that happened uh, that th- we're watching the family deal with, and some people can talk about it. The dad seems okay to talk about it. The mom has to leave the room. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, this is Disney Plus, right? Yeah, and I, I they seem to be doing a good job so far. But I think the mom is the secret weapon. This actress is crushing. Uh, when she is a shitty overprotective parent, you can see the love and fear in her eyes. Uh, when I was so furious at this adorable father figure, uh, but she let, had to leave the room and he just kept telling the story she didn't want to hear. Yeah. Knowing their house is not... She's just in the other room, man. She's right there. There's and not even a wall in between you. Yeah, there's no wall. Like She can hear everything you're saying. And he, he's saying it like the Illuminantes where he's like, isn't this hot goss? <laughs> like yeah. That is crippling my wife right now, as I tell you. <laughs> and it's clearly a story that they have told multiple times because he can like tag in anyone else. Yeah, in the all of the kids yeah. know that story. Uh, she also has an incredible, even though it's sort of Lucille Bluthy line of where Bruno comes up and says, is this too bright and she's like i don't understand the question <laughs> about his uh ied costume because there's um, no such thing as too bright for ied no such thing that's what i'm talking about mike that's what i'm talking about ryan <laughs> you know what i'm talking about moments of the week ryan what's yours that was it it was uh her just big smile very mm-hmm. happy bruno was dressed you know like he was and she was like i don't understand the question it was good i agree with mike uh, secret weapon yeah uh, Mike, what was yours? Kamala's swagger into the school in the beginning of the episode. And oh, like, yeah. Endearing. Can, Delightful. The vibe. And like everybody is like, she's like, the whole world is different. And the, the rest of the world, no, it is fucking not. And so they're just yeah. staring at her like she's Looney Tunes. Uh, you're a fucking dork if you think you're cool. And I loved it. 
The one thing it was missing, though, is no, uh, at least, attempt at windmill high five. That's how you know you're cool in the school. <laughs> well, that's maybe by the end of the season she'll be able to pull it off. Fingers Thank crossed. God. Caitlin, what's yours? Mine's dancing to the refrigerator to get the Capri Sun, just being so over the top happy. Yeah. Just after meeting the guy and like, yeah, what's up with the world? I was like, yes, I love this. This That's a very good show. That's where it was like, this show is great and I love it and I can't wait to see next week. Yeah. Uh, my moment of the week is just when that hot guy does a backflip off the ladder. Fucking skills, you guys. And you got to respect it but, when it's on screen. Okay. Did you see when he took off his shirt, his belt revealed and his belt was a famous stars and straps. Belt oh, <laughs> Which is, that's the Riverside. That's calling to you, Cassie. He, he had SRH underwear on. <laughs> Did you see the, uh, monster tattoo on his back? <laughs> his left butt cheek. <laughs> Guys, perfect. Uh, Miss Marvel is Wednesdays on Disney Plus. That is all the other shows we watched this week, which means it's now time to head on over to Extaz. Welcome to Eggs Tasmania, bitch, a mini show within a show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men the Animated Series. When this show starts off, we are in space and the Russians be up to some things. There, this is one of the most chill cosmonauts I've ever heard. He's like, ugh, space. Uh, like, it's like potatoes. He's also like, uh, stupid Americans, they're like potatoes. Okay, wow, both of you think I, Russians are Irish. Worst Russian accents. <laughs> Disarming also, warheads is not digging potatoes. Is that no. what he said? All it's, I, it's a bunch of Irish Borats on the show right now. <laughs> All I could understand from him was Americans and potatoes. And I was the, like, I don't know what Hello. Hello. Much like potatoes. Potatoes dig you in space. Uh, this accent was offensive. Mine, and I apologize. <laughs> Ryan's and Caitlin's, though, perfect. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I, well, if, if your father's Irish and your mother's Russian, that's what you come at as. Yeah. What are we, Rebel Wilson and later Haley Eisenberg? Because we are pitch perfect. Oh. <laughs> And after we get this fun little scene in space, we do cut to um, Magneto addressing the UN. There is just a UN meeting, and Magneto's like, let me crash this. There's just a UN meeting. Cassie's like, this is, I could deal with mutants. But a UN meeting? I don't think so. What the fuck is this? I have to uh, ask you two, Caitlin and Cassie, this American president, what did you think, and what did he talk like? (laughs) He he talked like uh, uh, Carl uh, Rule. Carl Rural? Rural? Carl Rural. Oh. Okay. Is, is that a Patreon? Like no, Rural. that was on here. Okay. No, that was here. That was here. That was earlier. Rural is Call a hard word to say, good. especially if this president it also is. once was a juror. Did you guys recognize that voice at all? Uh, no. Was that Bill Clinton? The, Mike? Yeah, Bill Clinton did a cameo on fucking Clinton X-Men the animated series. Was the American president in the UN meeting? Yeah, yeah, he, he was said, the one yeah. having a big problem, and it was very clearly. He's like, "What the hell? The Lakers are always losing. Jack Nicholson. Where's Batman? Because I'm the Joker." But it wasn't really Jack, was it? It was not really Jack Nicholson. No, <laughs> they didn't get Jesus Bill Christ. or Jack. Then what the fuck? It was Rick? Jack Nicholson. Was the American president, which then went on to happen in the film Mars Attacks. Wow. This predicted Mars Attacks, a '90s movie. Crazy! Wow! Shut up, Cassie. Can we? Can you don't we have to love everything. I back say. up a second. Haley Eisenberg is not fucking anything. It's Haley Steinfeld. Oh, 
No, I met Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> I like that uh, Magneto, once he breaks into the UN, he has such a nice video package. Like, he had a fucking team of yeah. AV interns put together stuff we've seen, but there were not cameras for. Like, he did a mini what documentary is- on the Morlocks, on the furry sloth guy who we've seen throughout all the years. What is the name? Like, I don't know if this is on TVTropes.com or whatever, but what is the name for when we see flashbacks? And it's footage of X-Men, the animated series, mm-hmm. Saturday mornings on Fox. Some of it is like Gene and Cyclops in their marital bed. Like, how did he get the cameras in there? <laughs> this is not the first time, or this is not the only time in this episode where this happens, where they just show us footage of shit we have already seen. It is the only time, as Mike said, that we do get a shot to our little llama guy or our little hairy mutant that we just love. And I don't yeah. know why they know. Like, they knew that they had a star on their hands. And he was in almost every flashback. <laughs> he was flashback. in a lot. Yeah. Because I think because he, Magneto's whole thing is because he had shit Genosha, but we know saying mass genocide doesn't make anybody's heartstrings pull. We're like, what even is that? Uh, so he's like, I got to tell one person's story. Give me the little llama man. <laughs> is, is he? Is that little llama boy getting uh, checks every time he is shown on this screen? He should. If Magneto should. really believes in his people, he would. Can we make t-shirts with the little llama boy on it? I like yes. that. I like that. He's our favorite character from X-Men the Animated Series, right? <laughs> it has to yeah. Oh, uh, the little kid who hides his face anytime three soldiers come into the alleyway. Why is he always in an alleyway? This kid. He lives He got there. chased there. Because he's furry. <laughs> he saw him. Uh, but Magneto does crash because he has a huge announcement. He has this powerpoint presentation and he does have an announcement of um he has a asteroid that is specifically for all mutants and he would like all mutants that want to come to come join him on his asteroid party which is the current storyline of the x-men comic book so 20 years later they moved all of the mutants in the comic book to krakoa Krakoa. living island well they've done this like five times right yeah it was also on uh what do you call it alcatraz at one point alcatraz when they call it alcatraz utopia before that they Went to Genosha, which was a mutant genocide area, took it over and went, well, we'll live here, I guess, in remembrance of our dead forefathers, which is creepy as hell. On Genosha, do you know where they get uh, delicious noodle bowls? Where? Yosh Genosha. Yosh Genosha beef bowl? That's that's right, Mike. (laughs) That's correct. Hate to ruin this good joke. Did you wait? Hold on, Cassie. Before you try and <laughs> Cassie, stop doing your job. Yep. I'm so sorry. Did you guys notice when Magneto took his helmet off, his hair stayed static? Yes. Have, oh, I love that. I love that so much. I was like, it's because the Magnet. Have we seen his hair on the show before? Is this the first time he revealed his luscious locks? Luscious. Yes. And did I have to hit go back 15 seconds three times to make sure that they did do that and witness it in its glory? Yes. Does he really rival, what's his name, Daddy Luther in his luscious locks? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the shredded grandpa. I love that we know what the girls are into. This one specific kind of junior it's old Fabio. fuck dudes. <laughs> old dudes with gorgeous heads of hairs. <laughs> We're simple, okay? It's it's not hard. He, it's just like a dig at, at fucking Professor X, too. Because, you know, he bald. Oh, yeah. He's, He's like, bald. And we have to have a foil. So Magneto has luscious locks. Every time he talks to Professor X, he takes his helmet off and just waves it around like a shampoo commercial. Like, He's like, oh, Charles, how are you? <laughs> oh, Chuck. 
Um, after we do get this announcement, we do, of course, have to cut back to the X-Men because they got to hear the news. And we do, um, we get Gambit back, who I forgot existed for a little bit because the show also did. And it was, a, it was a good time. I feel like that was at Cassie's request. Yeah. Like, yeah. Two months ago, Cassie emailed the 1990s show and said, please ignore Gambit for the next 12 episodes. My please. dearest Leewalds. <laughs> If you could leave Remy off the air for just quite a few episodes, that would be much If he could just go down to a swamp real quick. He just swamped um, it up. <laughs> but he does. This is when the team is like, let's go. Uh, some of the team is like, let's go hit up this asteroid, see if we could talk to my boy Magneto. And- uh, Professor X straight up says to Beast. Beast is like, oh, I'll go gather the team. And Professor X is like, no. Just me and you. Yeah, I mean, oh. that's is that the worst thing <laughs> you can hear? We're gonna from have, that bald idiot. We're gonna pull the ones with doctorates and leave all the fucking how they do that at home. Okay. <laughs> He's like, this is this is a meeting of the minds. I need to convince him of and something. Give me your PhD. Gambit is into like I'll go, and Rogue is because at this point I guess she is dating Gambit. The minute he's like, I'll leave the mansion. She's like, oh, he's leaving me forever. He's just gonna go well, off yeah. planet. <laughs> this and dirt Gambit's ball. Like, well, I'm not packing any suitcases. Like, bitch, you don't you own You own a jacket and a pair of pants, my friend. <laughs> you own one load of laundry total. He might bring two packs of cards. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now that the whole team and their cards is packed up in the ship, um, we do get, we see them. They meet up at, is it Genosha where they meet up? I can't remember. No, they meet the up in Africa first. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We know this because I think it says Africa. Uh, <laughs> I never learned how to read. And the trees. Weird flex on me again. And then there's random mutants. And because they get in these three pods. And random like, mutants, including the mutant random. Yeah, random. Thank you for the random cameo. Do you know what action figure yeah. Mike, little Mike had and loved? <laughs> Fucking random, man. Joy. You ever heard a boy be so happy on a podcast? <laughs> he, had a, he had a sweet bandana that perfectly matched his vest. And I didn't know uh, that. Oxymoron, bud. Or at least uh, repetitive. Bandana. All yeah, bandanas are bandana, sweet. Of course. Dope sunglasses. His arm just was a gun, and it could really shoot pellets. Random is the dream of all conservatives. I don't even want to own a gun. I want my flesh to become. It's, guns. It's, ran, little Kyle Rittenhouse grows up to become random. Oh no! Oh, no. It did look like almost like little hot dogs too. Oh yeah, <laughs> he has hot dog weird. <laughs> And it's cool. His name is Random is it's because his flesh becomes guns, and he'll shoot any random person. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Bad guy, good guy, child, never know. What a fun time. Um, but this is the meetup spot, because it's the first time Magneto's like, let me roll up and pick up my mutants and send them off to the asteroids. And that's where um, Charles and the gang also goes up to the asteroid. Well, in. First, so they, they meet up in Africa, and Magneto's <laughs> like, hey, let's go to Asteroid M. And they're like, yeah, bro, let's check it out. Uh, and then we get a weird Black Panther cameo who's just watching what yeah. happens yeah. on a rock. <laughs> I, at first, because this is right when Magneto starts to falter. Yeah. Uh, when he's like lifting all of these giant metal pods into space. And I was thinking, is Black Panther doing this? <laughs> but I, I got to give it up to Magneto because Professor X came in and Magneto wasn't like, yeah, what's up? I knew you would want to be on this fucking party boat. He was like, I bet you're here to disrupt Talk. my plans. But he's like, so it's okay. chill. All mutants are welcome. Like, Whoa, okay. Well, yeah, because he's All public right. Magneto right now. Uh, but yeah. then on the way to the asteroid, he goes, quick pit stop. I'm pulling the X-Men into an illegal attack on someone's soil. And Genosha is fucked up, but it was not their choice to start this fucking free all the slaves fight. 
Do you remember my bachelor party, Mike, where you said, oh, we're just going to Vegas, but we ended up in some third world country where we were in a war against an entire country? If there are bachelors who are not allowed to party, Ryan, I will do what I can, and I will pull <laughs> other bachelors to fight for their freedom. This is proof that Magneto is right, and Professor X, they've, they have all known Genosha just sitting there. And Professor X, who has a paramilitary group called the X-Men, is just like, yeah, I guess nothing we can do, right, liberals? What What can we do? Our hands are tied. If you were Magneto and uh, Professor X was sleeping, would you go in, put your head next to him, and like lay your <laughs> luscious locks above his head and take, take a selfie? Mid-quarantine. Like, this is what you would look like, bitch. Mid-quarantine, I didn't cut my hair and it was down on my shoulders. I did that to my stupid, bald grandfather-in-law. Yes, <laughs> that is what you do. My grandma, to feel powerful, she asked me for her my hair. So I <laughs> bend over and put my hair over, and she takes pictures of herself with my hair on her head. So yes, Mike, I feel I feel you. You must give your hair when you can. Old idiots. <laughs> Old fucking idiots. It is in Genosha where we meet the illustrious, the magnificent, the thirst trap worthy Fabian Cortez, who oh. just keeps oh screaming, God. destroy the human oppressors. Do you guys wish you could subscribe to Fabian Cortez's Instagram? And, oh, what a fucking just luscious man that is. Coming out Fabian of a Cort- pool, Phoebe Kate style. Fabi? Fabi. Fabi baby. Fabi baby. He has the craziest name for non-mutants, which is flat scan humans. He said it for the first time. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you said. Those but fucking flat scans. <laughs> and then he said it like 15 more times. I was like, okay, Stop trying flat, to flat scan humans? Like... <laughs> That's it's so much less hurtful than breeders. That that one's hurtful. Uh, also, did you notice that Magneto, when he was talking about him, said Fabian Cortez? Yeah. That Magneto had oh. to roll that little yeah. R. He's like, bit. so you know, I was on vacation. I went. Uh, I was at Florida first, then I went to Puerto Rico. He's one of those fucking dickheads. <laughs> Puerto Rico. <laughs> That's how they say it over there. Oh, right, man. something called a banana. <laughs> <laughs> you are not an ally, uh. Eric. <laughs> But we do have, like we said, like a whole war breaks out and we get to see, you guys, we get the return of our Sentinels in this fight just because they were like, it was going bad for them and they were like, release the big guns, it's the Sentinels. I still don't understand why, oh, Magneto is here, let's send Sentinels. That does not make sense. But he does falter, he does fall down. Right. And then Fabi, 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 Court Court, uh, runs out and says, uh, I will help you. Uh, he's basically the spinach to Magneto's Popeye. Yeah. Magneto flies up, destroys Sentinels, and then right there you know, oh, this guy's a drug, and well, Magneto is a drug abuser. It's in the middle of a fucking war. People are dying, and this happens, and Xavier goes, I bet that's a drug. Like, I guess it yeah. is made for seven-year-olds, so that's why, but like, I don't know. Let us wait on that revelation also, for a minute. Also, at that part in this war, there's Gambit, Professor X, and uh, Beast. Beast all standing there. And the robot shoot one shot towards those three guys. It hits Professor X right in the wheelchair again, and he well, fucking falls out again. His real oh. superpower can't stay in a chair. The, like he needs beasts with him at all times because he needs his chair fixed, like yeah. every yeah. single second. Like and somebody to lift him back into it. Yeah. Time out, beast. Beast. <laughs> My chair again, beast. It, it happened. I don't understand how you can have that bad of aim though, where you hit the the giant ass chair. In like- also, he's the most powerful telekinetic on the planet. Make that laser beam go somewhere For else. You? He just watches it hit him in oh, the chair. No. Ah. Well, he's oh, thinking about we Amelia, who we've not met yet. 
Oh, and his white trash wife. The show for we a have while. met. Oh, we have we? Have. Oh, we met her yes. in her pet, but just like in a quick flashback. And by quick, I mean it's 15 and 20 minute minutes. flashback of the, everybody's marriages. We met his white trash nurse wife. And I like that Beast is like, hey, uh, Gambit and kids who don't remember, this is who Amelia is. And just does yes. another flashback <laughs> and really digs into like, her. He's like, he doesn't talk about Amelia at all, but I know every single part of their relationship. Well, and I was like, And yes. if you want me to explain it to you, here's more footage of previous episodes for the second time. <laughs> There's like 11 minutes of actual new footage in this episode. Well, because well, Beast doesn't explain to Gambit or to kids why he knows all this stuff, but he is in a flashback. The original X-Men are all in their old uniforms, except for Jean, who's in her modern uniform. I don't. I know that shouldn't bother me, but it really fucking got under my <laughs> no, skin. of course it no, does, it, though. It, it, it's on brand for it to bother you. And then yes. Amelia's in the, t- the house for like a week and says, you choose your students or me. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, Amelia, first of all, why don't you brush your teeth before that bourbon breath comes all over my face? Second of all, why do you claim that you're a nurse, but you look and talk like you're a fucking lunch lady? God damn it. Get the fuck away from me. Well, she's one of those nurses who are like, vaccines will kill (laughs) you. We don't know what's in them. Um, But we do. So once they're all on there, we used to get caught up on Amelia. And we see Fabian and his boys, his little militia. um, They're a little bit more intense than Magneto's plan. Who knew? Who knew that you could be more intense than Magneto? Also, uh, Gambit went, he wanted to go to talk to somebody. That's why he went on the trip. Yeah. yeah. And then he meets a guy with long gray hair, and he's like, hey, what's up, Byron? <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's, it. that's why he wanted Girl, I sometimes just, I gotta really... say, what's up to my Byron? <laughs> I have to go say, what's up to Byron? <laughs> that was all there was. Um, but on this, we do see, uh, since Magneto, he talks, he pulls Fabian into his room, and he's like, Fabian, I gotta talk to you, because there was a missile shot off. They do briefly get attacked by someone, the U.S., I don't know who. Somebody who comes cares? after them because a missile was Some launched towards them. Can, those <laughs> fucking flat skins. Can I just say that this uh, Homelander and Giancarlo Esposito and Magneto and Fabes Cortez, this was, we had the exact two same scenes of, you think you're in power? Actually, I'm in power. See, the boys isn't original. It's just pulling on X Men this okay. whole time. Everything's no, pulling point. on X Men. <laughs> uh, but we do have. So then Magneto pulls them into his room, and that's when um, I don't know. Fabian realizes he's not down for the cause, which is just straight murder of flat scans. And um, I think Fabian knew the whole time. He's like, "Well, Magneto will gather everybody," because Fabian's furious that human astronauts helped build Asteroid M, that they're still there, yeah. that they had dinner that they shared a salad yeah while they had dinner magneto was in the fanciest fucking robe he looked like you know (laughs) hugh hefner he had his hugh hefner with his chest out and he was like welcome have food with me astronauts thank you for building here's my chest (laughs) at that dinner what happened is at that dinner magneto had soup and if somebody eats soup they're weak get them the fuck out of here if you have soup then you need to die get the (laughs) fuck out (laughs) soup is just Hot pudding. And if somebody eats pudding, they need to die, too. I feel like it is different consistency. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but there is different consistencies between the two. Between yeah, your pudding, pudding is if bad you- if your pudding in your soup is the same consistency. Or your yeah. soup is yeah. very bad. If you take soup and you pour it into a six-pack of snack packs, put it in the fridge overnight, it will become <laughs> soup pudding. No, freezer Wait, tops, right? Do you, are you guys not chefs? <laughs> we aren't, your kitchen but I don't think you are either. <laughs> 
Um, and that's right before. So, uh, you know, Fabian's mad and he does launch off Magneto in a pod. I don't know. He drains him. He takes all of his little life source again. And then uh, and he starts disappearing like Marty McFly in a goddamn Polaroid. Yeah, yeah. His like, hand is like disappearing. <laughs> yeah. And then um, once, you know, he sets off the alarm and then ends up blaming uh, the his own team, the X-Men, on this shit. It, that's not his own team. The, gen- the genius part of his plan is he's like, I know those fucking goody two-shoes X-Men will show up first. So in the hallway, it's just Fabi Baby and the X-Men. And then all the rest of the mutants show up. And then he's like, uh, I showed up and they were here. And they went, nuh-uh him. And he went, nuh-uh them. And everyone's like, ah, cute. And then to be continued <laughs> right after It was that. so hard not to fucking keep watching. I know, um, but you that's got- really only a problem that you have, Mike. No, I had I'm to watch. So glad that it was X Men Evolution as my methadone. <laughs> it was a pretty good episode, you guys. The Brotherhood starts causing disasters to save people because then they start getting money and adulation, and it really grinds the X Men's gears. Always will. Uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and go to the awards. Um, you know, we got to start off with most 90s thing. Ryan, what do you got for it? Oh, it's a uh, favorite baby's hairdo. It's a mm-hmm. it's 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 a nice trim cut on the front and on the sides and sort of in the back until it is just a long, glorious ponytail. Luscious, beautiful feather. I mean, ponytail. you thought Magneto's hair looked good. Jesus, this guy. Cortez. Cortez. Mike, what about you? I have to agree. It's the the most glorious rat tail you've ever seen. Feels so early 90s. It does. Caitlin, do you also got a ponytail? No, I don't. It's the fact that they met up in Africa. I feel like... (laughs) 90s? Just such a 90s country. No, no, I I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, because they had to meet up somewhere like no one's familiar with. So it's like Africa. I feel like... (laughs) We're going to Africa feels so 90s to me, and I don't know why. It's like <laughs> Toto. It was because of Toto. Toto's Lion like King, the like 80s. Toto is the 80s. Yeah. Or the 30s, if you're talking about the dog. Oh. <laughs> of course we were. Um, I do also have the ponytail because, again, it was just so feathered and beautiful. And, you know, my role, Ryan said it first, so the point does go to Ryan. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Baby, baby. Pretty little thing. I'm so glad this was to be continued so we get more Fabian Cortez. God, what everybody Cortez. wants. Uh, our next award is Best Gas Blind. Mike, what do you got for it? It was in, in his video package to the UN. He call, Magneto calls the X-Men noble. This is the first time that he's like, I respect what they do, and I think it's great if humans weren't such dirt balls. Uh, but him just being like, the X- Charles' dream is amazing, but it's unrealistic, and that made me gasp. Mike, would you prefer this cartoon if, they, if, if it was rated R cursing? So they wouldn't say dirt balls? Yeah, yeah. Magneto was just like, if they weren't such fucking pieces of shit. Yes. I want to live in a rated that. R world, Ryan. <laughs> and I am a rated R girl. Uh, Caitlin, what do you got for best gas line? Best gas, I think it was definitely seeing Amelia and the fact that we get to see another <laughs> one of Professor X's like ex-girlfriends and they have to come back into his life. I feel like every, every little arc we have, we have to get another girlfriend, another layer onto Professor X's love life. Another Cassie, that's layer. absolutely mine. <laughs> That it just seeing that white trash wife again, I gasped as hard as I could. I'm just like, it brings me... She's so- a nurse who smokes. <laughs> she should know the damage that smoking causes. Dude, but she's so white trash, she can't stop smoking. Let me tell you a little tale about my phys ed teacher in sixth grade who taught heart health while smoking. Miss McGregor? It was Miss McGregor. I didn't know if I was going to say her name or not. She's dead. Who cares? Oh, she died of lung cancer long ago, my so friend. Oh, my God. Um... 
I almost put that. I do. I do have her best gasp line, which was the most true for me. Was when Magneto took off his helmet and we saw it stick like, up yeah. like a fucking troll doll, and I was just like, "God, this this is amazing." Um, but I am gonna give that to Caitlin. You said uh, that one first, I believe. Yeah. So I'm gonna give that point to you. Our next award is best use of power. Caitlin, what do you got for it? I have the use of power for giving. I'm gonna give this to the artists. Um, because they be- drew some beautiful asses this episode. They always- Everyone on fucking Fabian Cortez's team with that outfit. First of all, they have like a thong basically on. <laughs> and then they the artist accentuates each person's ass. Like, mm-hmm. yes, Amelia's ass, Fabian's ass. Everyone in that costume has like, we zoom in on asses. Yeah, you got to. When you have the <laughs> booties like it. that. You got to. It's like, come- night- it's like the Nightwing comic. Just come to life. Cassie, when I talk about rogue like this, you do not agree that's because you guys there's there's like a line where you can say it and then there's yeah there's a level of there's a level of drool dripping off the tongue i think (laughs) hey ryan remember in proteus part one where there were five little rogues attacking oh god damn it mike do i remember does every one of my dreams since then remember (laughs) mike i'm gonna go to you what Hmm? is what do you have for uh, best use of power oh it's when fabian's like oh you thought i could only give you power motherfucker you old shit i can also drain it and magneto's like what the power of politics and deceivery Do I say but, sentences I where you think I'm going to keep talking? <laughs> I, no, I had to, like I w- did have a comment and then it left. You, so you stared at Ryan like, "Explain your friend." <laughs> I was, I mean, I can back him up. I was just going to say that when I see Rogue in her outfit, I also want to drain it. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I do still have to go to you to know what your best use of power is. Mine is the same as Caitlin's, only different. Uh, it's the artist <laughs> for only having to animate half a fucking episode because they use the power of old <laughs> ass footage throughout the entire episode. <laughs> um, for mine, I have... Best we- use of budget. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Maybe they have to save it for a different day. Uh, yeah, th- they had to spend it on all the Sentinels again. Of course, that's where all the money goes. Or lunch. Or lunch. Um, for best use of power, we didn't get to talk about it, but when um, we cut to the X-Men, uh, Beast is working on the plane in some type of mechanic crop top apron, and <laughs> he's fucking working Hello. it. Hello. <laughs> and that is my best use of power, is to just rock this crop top. Only uh, his nipples but- can get burnt. <laughs> I am going to give that point to Ryan, though, because got to reuse that footage. Um, I'll go- Let's go to LVP. Mike, what do you got for it? You have... The most powerful (laughs) telepath in the planet, just floating around, not warning anybody a big fucking coup is about to happen, not knowing ever, and just getting hosed every step of the way in this episode. Professor X is terrible throughout this season, but definitely in this episode. You see, my X-Men, it's important to be three steps behind everyone we talk to. <laughs> he, I think he's a, he's a bitch for drama. He loves it so much. He's like, let's just see what happens, right, guys? <laughs> he's had so many girlfriends, too. <laughs> they just follow him everywhere. And fiancés and wives. <laughs> he's all dated every fucking Las Vegas cocktail waitress and nurse. <laughs> Look, he's he very rich and very mean, which is what they're into. <laughs> Oh, this fucking bitch. <laughs> um, Caitlin, who do you have for LVP? It's also Professor X. <laughs> like, how could it not be? <laughs> He's like, I have these powerful people all around me right now, but I do not want to take any of them. Beast, you can come. Oh, Gambit, you want to come too? Might as well bring the three of us aboard. 
everyone everyone aboard and then he's like i'm gonna fall off this this chair Again. At this point, I think it's just like he holds oh, his, his chair gets <laughs> hit, but he falls out for no reason. He yeah, doesn't like, have to fall like, out of his chair. It wasn't like he hit a radical wave. It didn't like capsize him. Like he like dramatically He's flung like, himself. <laughs> he gets hit in the chair and he goes, "Ow, <laughs> Cassie, I'm also Professor X." Because he gets yeah. hit fucking straight in the chair. <laughs> It is obviously <laughs> Professor X. So I think Caitlin, were you the first one? I was. I mean, technically Mike, Mike. was. Technically, Mike. Mike you if you point. live in reality, <laughs> I guess. Um, which leads us to our last reward, uh, which is going to be MVP. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got for it? It's Fabi, baby. This guy is in control. He is the Homelander of this episode. He's got the hair. He's mm-hmm. got the manipulation. He's like, hey, let me uh, give you your drugs. Oh, now you need my drugs. Now I'm going to fucking shoot you out of space. Now I'm going to blame the X-Men. It's Fabian. Cortez is the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you're a world traveler, Ryan. Wow. Oh, no. I've seen some shit. <laughs> oh, Mike, who do you got for MVP? Uh, I also think Fabian, but I don't want Ryan to get the point. So I'm going to say random task, or just random, pops out of there, and you're like, who's this big albino mutant? And he's like, all my arms is guns, and takes out those sentinels' kneecaps. Guns, 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 guns. <laughs> terrifying chant at the end there Caitlin what do you got for MVP Uh, my MVP is going to be Magneto for the fact that he wore a robe to a large meeting of people to feed them soup and he opened his his robe so like if he dropped soup on him it would just like nicely cascade (laughs) down his naked body I would assume is this why you're currently wearing a robe is this your new thing It's a power move. <laughs> Just, I learned from Magneto. That's how you do it. This is how you have a, a nice dinner with people. <laughs> uh, for MVP, I do have Beast again for wearing that crop top. Um, but I am going to give that one to Caitlin because a soup and a robe, obviously. Got to be power MVP. Move. Power what move. does Beast call a crop top if you put both of those words in the thesaurus? What? Because uh, it has to be like th- seven syllables, right? What does Beast call a crop top? Crop a topper? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> it's just adding to the Crop a topper. That's what Amelia calls it. <laughs> crop topper. Where's oh. my crop a topper? <laughs> I have to go to work as a nurse. Boom. <laughs> 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 in the points. I smoke the camel lights because it hurts my patients less. <laughs> See, Amelia's thoughtful. I respect her. Um, Amelia should have got all the points this she round. She should be the MVP. <laughs> she really should be. Uh, unfortunately, I got no points. Mike, you got a whole point, and Caitlin and Ryan tied with two whole points Woo! each. Um, so share this victory, guys. I don't How like does democracy. it feel? It feels so good. <laughs> All right, that is all the time we have for the show, which means it's time for us to plug things. Mike, can you tell us about the websites? Yeah, popfilter.co. It's always been that. It's never been anything else. <laughs> it's popfilter.co. It always has been, always will be, till the next time we get fucking hijacked. That's where all our shit lives. Throw a little slash Amazon on there, making popfilter.co slash Amazon. That's how you shop now. It helps us. It helps you fucking be into it. Patreon.com slash yourpopfilter. That's where you get all kinds of fun, extra little tidbits, and you'll love it, and we'll love you. What, Mike, what happened this week on Patreon.com slash YourPopFilter? This week on Patreon.com slash YourPopFilter, the uh, Pop Filter summer trip was planned. 
Oh, okay. And, and then next week, I guess. And also the uh, people got Das Boot early. Uh-huh. And then next week, oh, these I, I hate her kids so much. The they boys were, are back in town? The boys are back in town. And there's going to be a jailbreak. Uh, Rolo and Molo, a.k.a. Mikovic, uh, <laughs> show back up. And then we get to meet Caitlin's little boy, Jeffrey. He, I, I bet he's a treat. He is a treat, delight. and he's a he's a handsome lad. <laughs> Much like Rolo and Mikovic. yeah, just all they're all we've all made beautiful little boys, and you know what? They've grown up in the last year, and I will once again be posting their photos on the Patreon. Good, it. uh, it's important that people know what everyone hey, looks like. Make sure you ate like at least three hours before you go to those <laughs> pictures. <laughs> they're so beautiful, you'll barf. Yeah. Um, Ryan, can you tell us about the other shows? Of course. This is the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that, well, we know it all. Uh, if you're in the mood for other podcasts, please search, rate, and review Movie of the Year, where me, Mike, and our good friend Greg go over what is the single greatest movie of any given year. Right now, it's 1982. Coming up soon is E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Some would say the perfect movie of the year. Some. Others would Some. say. Extraterrestrial, the Extraterrestrial. <laughs> That they're a terrible person. Uh, <laughs> also, make sure that you search, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Unnatural Twenties, where three lovely ladies who will never turn thirty talk about what it's like to always be twenty-nine. It's a great show. Uh, thank you for the plug. We also are on social media at Your Pop Filter. Be sure to follow us there so you can stay up to date on everything we're doing, up to date on all the good poop content, and just up to date on... <laughs> and booger. And, so sorry, and booger. Or sometimes you, combo, poop booger content. If, oh, it's, yeah. if you're, it's a lucky week for them, if it's a combo, for sure. Uh, next week, you guys are going to want to tune in. we got a big episode because it's going to be the return of the Umbrella Academy, um, and that's what we're going to be focusing on, so... Catch you then. So fucking deal with it. (laughs) (laughs) So go fucking fuck yourself. (laughs) Um, Thanks for listening for Mike. I'm Ryan for Ryan. I'm Mike for Caitlin. I am me. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone.